Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted, and we are coming to you live tonight from the Levin Performance Studio. <laughs> as you can hear, we have a very enthusiastic audience. And as Maggie said, we are live tonight to celebrate the Thirsty Ears Festival. So tonight on the program, we're going to be featuring four of the groups that are performing. And the first group is the Black Oak Ensemble. And I'm talking to Desiree Rustrat, who is the violinist of the Black Oak Ensemble. Desiree, thanks so much for coming out tonight. Oh, thanks for having us. What are you planning to do uh, tonight and also on the festival? Well, um, on Sunday at the festival, we're going to have a wide-ranging program from Bach and Schubert to some Dachnani to some Jean Cra and Chrysler, Piazzolla, and actually a piece that we're going to play right now, which is by Mark Mellitz, who is a professor of composition at UIC, and he wrote this fabulous piece called Tapas, and there's nine of them, and what they're supposed to be our little bites of music, and we'll be playing number five and seven for you. Nice. You guys uh, played on the Street Festival last year. Uh, David, uh, what, what's it like playing outside? I'm talking to David Cunliffe, the cellist of Black Oak Ensemble. Did you have, a, you know, I mean, playing outside is always kind of exciting, but there are some challenges as well. It's challenging. It can be challenging. It depends on the, the speed of the wind at the time. <laughs> um, it, it, it depends on humidity. All these, all these things can affect your instruments and can just blow the music off the stand for a start. So you've got to have pegs and everything, strapping everything on. Unless you have an iPad, then, then you're fine with a, with a foot pedal. Hopefully everybody read my email where I said, please, please, please think about the wind. <laughs> because even if it seems like a calm day, sheet music knows no calm <laughs> ever. Well, here's the Black Oak Ensemble. They're going to perform two movements from Tapas by composer Mark Mellitz. We're going to hear movement five and movement seven. Thank you. 
Black Oak Ensemble, Desiree Rustrat Violin, David Cunliffe Cello, and Aurelian Petrozoli Viola. They're performing two pieces by Mark Mellitz from Tapas. There are nine pieces, and they are short pieces, as you would expect, from a piece called Tapas. Uh, so we're actually going to go right to a piece now by Astra Piazzolla, and we don't have a lot of music on relevant tones uh, by composers who are, uh, what do we say, unliving. Um, but uh, in this case, we're really excited to have this. So here is uh, Aurelian to talk just a little bit about Astra Piazzolla's piece, La Calle 92. I think it's very fitting to have it because it has extended techniques. I whistle at one point, and then I play some ponticello, so... That's pretty normal, right? Because right. Piazzolla will have you sure. stomp, he'll have you, uh, I mean, it's not just playing the instrument. He, he likes to really have the, the, the instrumentalists kind of uh, participate well, it was very physically. physical, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I whistle very badly, so, <laughs> so I can't whistle. There is a note I just can't hit every time. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's very great that you're doing that. Yeah, so you know now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is a duo then. This is just viola and cello, and we're going to hear Aurelian Petrozoli on viola and David Cunliffe cello. This is music by the wonderful Argentinian composer Astra Piazzolla, La Calle 92, or the 92nd Street.
So many elements of the music of Astro Piazzolla present in that piece. The humor, the physicality, the tango rhythm. It's a great piece. It's La Calle 92 by Astro Piazzolla. And we heard the Black Oak Ensemble performing. And we're going to have the Amos Gillespie Quartet getting ready to perform now. And what we heard from the Black Oak Ensemble is just a very small sample of what you're going to hear on the Thirsty Ears Festival. Uh, right now, we have the Amos Gillespie Quartet. And that is Richard Zeely on clarinet, Desiree Miller, cello and Trevor Watkin on flute, and not surprisingly, Amos Gillespie on the saxophone. Amos is also a composer and a good friend of mine. Amos, uh, how, how did you get the idea for this quartet? I mean, you're, you're a, a jazz player as well as a classical composer. I mean, does this to you feel like a kind of classical iteration of a jazz idea of, of having a quartet led by yourself? You know, a little bit. I mean, I you know, when I originally envisioned the, the quartet, it was more or less to... Uh, help out composers and performers that were similar to myself um, to had a similar vision. So, uh, you know, I met met a lot of people who, who were performer composers and, you know, jazz, I mean, it didn't necessarily factor into it. I have another jazz world that I sort of work <laughs> on, but uh, sometimes it does mix in, you know, and sometimes we do have pieces that are very jazz influenced. It's an interesting or, uh, orchestration. I mean, you've got the saxophone, the flute, and the clarinet, and then the cello. <laughs> How did you come upon that uh, that idea for the, for those instruments? Well, you know, it was uh, mainly just for the sake of accessibility and ease of performance. Because, um, you know, when I graduated from uh, Chicago College of Performing Arts in 2005, uh, these were the instruments that are sort of available to us, you know, that, uh, <laughs> that didn't immediately go and get work, you know, except yeah, the cello. <laughs> the cellos was actually kind of hard to find and consistently has been that way. But, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, a practicality type of thing. Um, yeah. What piece are you playing first tonight? So tonight we're uh, playing a piece by you, actually. Is um, that the first one? <laughs> yeah, it's a Galactic Drifter. It's from a project that we did called uh, Paintings Composed, which was... Uh, uh, all about music that was inspired by paintings, and this is uh, uh, your piece that you did, or the third movement, uh, inspired by a painting by Sonia Glissick. Um, and they'll go right into your piece, right? Yeah, and then Tell my us about piece, that a little bit. Uh, it's called 11-8, and it's referring to uh, the election night, 2016. Oh, that was a time signature. Uh, <laughs> it's <not a> time <laughs> signature. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's basically, uh, I had a deadline to finish uh, this piece. It was originally for String Quartet, and mm. um, 
I had to start it right after the election. I, so I came up with you know something to cope with my complex <laughs> emotions with what had happened. I'm not a big Trump fan. Uh, so I wrote, uh, set out to write something that was sort of the antithesis to what I was feeling, something that's wholesome, logical, and historically informed. Okay, okay, uh, with a musical interpretation of that. And the last piece is a composer that I, I don't recognize. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, his name is Pedro Iturald. Um, he is a uh, jazz saxophonist, uh, but also a composer. Uh, he's considered to be uh, the guy who pioneered flamenco jazz. Hmm. Um, and this is one of his big achievements. Uh, it's a real gem. Uh, it's originally for um, alto saxophone and piano. There have been a lot of different arrangements made of it uh, for saxophone quartet, for uh, wind ensemble, and then I did this for our quartet. Great. All right. Well, let's hear the set from Amos Gillespie's quartet. And they will be on the Thirsty Ears Festival, but here they are with a very colorful set. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
performed by the Amos Gillespie Quartet live here in the Levin studio at WFMT. We heard Desiree Miller on cello, Richard Zeely, clarinet, Trevor Patrick Watkin on flute, and Amos Gillespie on saxophone. We heard my piece, Galactic Drifter, inspired by a painting by Sonia Glissick. We heard 11.8 by Amos Gillespie, inspired by a certain election. And we heard Pequeña Charda by Pedro Iturralde, who is an early pioneer of flamenco music. 
And you're tuned to a special broadcast of Relevant Tones coming to you live from WFMT's Levin Performance Studio. We have heard so far the Black Oak Ensemble and the Amos Gillespie Quartet. And we're going to hear very soon from the Tiffin Brothers and then from Misha Zupko and Songmi Lee. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes or for a playlist of the music that we featured on tonight's show, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. Tonight's episode is really a lot of fun uh, because we are uh, performing live here in the studio. We're giving you a sneak preview of a really, really unique event. And I say that as the producer of the event, but with all modesty. Uh, the reason I wanted to do it is, is uh, you know, we all want to live in, in, in the world that we see in our mind, right? And in my mind, there's classical music being performed on the street at, at all times. <laughs> um, so, And I wasn't seeing it, and I thought it'd be fun to do it. Uh, and, and I talked about it a lot. And actually, I just want to give a shout out to Alderman Pawar in the 47th Ward because I was talking to them about it in a meeting that we had. Many of us from WFMT met with the Alderman's office, and he was very interested in having more classical music in the ward, and and I was uh, interested in this idea of of doing a classical music street festival to really bring classical music to more people to showcase the diversity of classical music uh, from the past, but but also from uh, from today. And and, uh, he was interested, and I don't think I could have ever navigated the the Byzantine city permit uh, without their help. Uh, You can probably imagine if you know anything about the city of Chicago, that closing a street and getting a liquor license is, uh, you know, it's, there's some paperwork involved. <laughs> so we're right behind the French in terms of bureaucracy. Uh, but at any rate, it, it's really great that they helped us do it. And we're giving you a taste of that, a small taste of that. And you can find out more at acmusic.org. Access Contemporary Music is the uh, producing organization behind that. I have here with me Corey Tiffin right now, who is the clarinetist who will be performing in, in just a moment. Uh, Corey, what are you going to play for us? We're going to play George Flynn's Chicago Mood for you tonight. And, of course, George Flynn, I hope a lot of our listeners know who he is. He's a you know, quasi-legendary Chicago composer. Yeah. Certainly was very helpful to me and, and many, many, many other people. Uh, but this is also this is the first time that you, uh, when you say we, you're talking about yourself and your brother, Simon, which is really exciting because you guys have played together a lot, uh, but not professionally. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been playing together. Simon is 12 years my junior, so... Um, we're siblings, but I, you know, helped to raise him. Does that so mean younger? That means younger, right? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just trying um, to make sure. So, so, you know, we've been playing together since he was seven or eight. I think we played WC's Petite PS um, at some point years ago. And uh, I've been looking forward to being able to play like a recital length program with him for a long time, which we, which we have done at, um, at a church in our hometown before. But um, this is, you know, sort of like our coming out party. Yeah, it's very exciting. All right, let's do it. This is a piece by George Flynn. It's called Chicago Mood, and it's for clarinet and piano. We're going to hear Corey Tiffin on clarinet and alongside his brother, 12 years his junior, Simon Tiffin. Thank you. 
That's the Tiffin Brothers performing music of George Flynn. We heard Chicago Mood, a complicated mood like the city of Chicago. We heard Corey Tiffin with his brother Simon Tiffin, clarinet and piano. That's a small taste of what they're going to be doing on the Thirsty Ears Festival. They are performing Sunday at 1 o'clock, and they'll also be playing music by Claude W.C., Olivier Messiaen, and they'll be doing a world premiere, which is very exciting, by Matthew Ganong. And the Thirsty Ears Festival, again, is Saturday and Sunday. You can find out more at acmusic.org. We'll also have beer from Empirical Brewing, which we're really, really excited about. We'll have some really great vendors, food trucks, and kid-friendly activities, including from our sister station, WTTW. They'll be out there with the Big Ideas van on Saturday, tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Next up, we're going to hear some music from Misha Zuko, who I have with me right here. Hi, Hello, Seth. Misha. Hi. <laughs> so we're going to be hearing your violin concerto, and for our listeners who, uh, who may or may not know, uh, the concerto is a kind of a showpiece for a soloist and, and usually orchestra. In this case, you, you're the orchestra tonight, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Oh, I wish it was someone else, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be the orchestra. I'm just going to step in. And, is this actually... Did you write for, uh, for the piano first and then orchestrate, or is this a reduction? Uh, no, actually, this is a reduction. Yeah, I, I didn't do the Ravel thing, you know, do the reverse orchestration. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually put this together uh, in the past, like, month or so because we've been, you know, wanting to, you know, be able to play this around. Sung me and I, who, you know, do a lot of performing together, and, you know, it's not every day you can just find an orchestra to do this. So, right. you know, this is, <laughs> this is a great way for us to be able to promote the piece and get into more, more places. How much of the piece are we hearing? We're going to hear just the first movement today, and it's going to be a little bit of a cliffhanger, uh, <laughs> right? Because it, it goes straight from what is essentially kind of the, you know, fake cadenza at the end of the first movement, which is really leading into the second movement, which starts a taka. So what you're going to hear is, you know, something that sounds like it needs about another, you know, eight eight or so minutes of music, which it does, and you know, okay. but we're going to leave it there as kind of a teaser. <laughs> but you have a recording of the violin concerto, so it, it yes. does get the eight minutes. It does get what it needs. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just not tonight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, well, let's do it. All right. We're going to hear Song Mi Lee on violin and Misha Zupko on piano performing a reduction. This is originally for the orchestra, and this is the first movement of his violin concerto, which was premiered not that long ago. I happen to know because it was the same night as my piano concerto, <laughs> which was a, a fun night for both of us. At any rate, here they are, Misha Zupko and Song Mi Lee. Thank you. 
that launches right into the next movement. <laughs> that is the first movement of the Violin Concerto by Misha Zipko, performed wonderfully by Song Mi Lee, for whom it was written, who premiered it. And Misha Zipko playing the piano reduction here live in the Levin studio at WFMT. And this has been a preview of the Thirsty Ears Festival. Today's broadcast of Relevant Tones was produced by Sarah Zwinklis and engineered by Erica Runas. Heather McDougall is the project manager, and Tony Macaluso is the executive producer. Special thanks to David Polk, Michael Sangiobino, Andy Lamoureux, Dennis Moore, Maggie Rayberg, Joshua Savageau, and Rebecca Neistat. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago. <laughs>